I was born on October 18, 1945, in Jackson Heights, Queens. We lived in an apartment there until I was in the third grade. I had one brother, Edward, three years older than me. My father, Benjamin, and my mother, Pauline, were first-generation Americans, the children of immigrants. My mother's mother, Fanny Frank, lived seven or eight blocks away. She and a lot of her sisters had come over from Poland, and I grew up knowing their large family. My mom's brother, Benny, lived with Fanny. My earliest recollections were of walking from our apartment to my grandmother's when I was five or six, holding my father's hand or my Uncle Benny's. Jackson Heights was very Russian and Eastern European Jewish, plus some Italian. Everyone lived in a brick apartment building like ours, 25 units, 50, 100. It was a nice neighborhood, clean and safe, just like in the old TV serials. All the neighbors knew each other and helped each other out. When someone new moved into the building, everyone brought them housewarming gifts. It was all people just like us on the street. Lots of babies and carriages and kids playing. The older people, my grandmother's generation, spoke the languages of back home, which I didn't understand. In my memory, I look up at my dad as we walk through the neighborhood. He's middle-aged, six feet tall, brown hair going gray, and thin on top wearing thick glasses that made his eyes look a bit squinty. I don't think he ever looked in a mirror. Clothing meant nothing to him, but he kept himself in good shape, and although he never talked about it, he was athletic. He had some trophies he'd won playing handball, and he was a good golfer. I always felt he was a handsome man. After he passed away, I went through a box of his things. I found the card he and a few of his friends had printed up when they were young men in the 1930s. It said, bachelors available for parties. That makes me laugh every time I see it. He and my mother made a striking couple. She was five foot seven and beautiful with jet black hair. He was a bookkeeper all his life. At first he worked at a brewery called Feigenspans in Brooklyn. Then to the office manager at a place called Herman's Handkerchiefs and Scarves in Midtown Manhattan. He never talked about his work. He didn't talk much at all. He had a beautiful smile though and could laugh himself to tears. I don't know if timid is the right word to use, but he certainly was not an aggressive man. He never pushed himself forward. He never even drove a car, which was really unusual for a man in those days. I only saw him angry once. He was not a sad man, not depressed in any way, just quiet. My grandmother's apartment was on the second floor at the end of a hallway. It had a metal door with a buzzer and a little round viewer so the person inside could see who was there. When that door opened, you could see through her foyer and down a hall straight into her kitchen, which was right out of happy days. It was very small, with just barely room for her to turn around. A formica table with benches stood on the linoleum floor. She had a primitive white icebox with a chrome handle and a four-burner gas stove. And she had knickknacks all around, snow globes and little porcelain animals. Every time we opened the door and looked down the hall into the kitchen, she was in there, my little grandmother, maybe four foot eight, always in the kitchen, either squeezing oranges or flipping latkes. As long as she was alive, whenever you opened the door, the view was the same. When I was in college in Buffalo and drove to New York, I always stopped at her place first. And there she was in the kitchen, same as always, squeezing the oranges or flipping the latkes. The first thing I did every time I visited 
from when I was a kid onward was to sit down at her kitchen table and eat, and then we would say hello. Our relationship was built on an amazing amount of love, but also food. I always joke when I'm cooking in my house and I'm channeling my grandmother. When people show up here, there's chicken soup on the stove. It's her recipe. I change one thing. I use chicken stock instead of water and cook it down. Chicken, carrot, celery, onion. Dill is the only herb she used, except every once in a while she would put in a piece of garlic, so I do the same. My grandmother's apartment was a very nice one bedroom. Her bedroom was in the back. My Uncle Benny slept on a fold-out sofa bed in the living room. He never married and lived with my grandmother until she passed away. He was a short man, maybe five foot eight, bald, with a great big beautiful hooked nose. I was very close to him. I don't remember this, but I'm told he used to help me with my ingrown toenails, which still bother me. He'd sit for hours and hours pushing the skin back. He was that kind of guy, a beautiful man very kind and gentle.